Welcome! Woo! You are listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you so much for joining us, taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday morning. We'd love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and uh, get those automatically delivered every time you wake up early in the morning on Wednesday. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and also rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in so many more leaders' hands just like you. And visit leadinghope.online to get updates, find out more about the Leading Hope community. We continue our series on audacious leadership. This is the third in the series. Final. This is the final. Cool. I like it. Here we go. It's episode 130, The Audacity <laughs> to Decide. Yeah. How, how have you felt about this series? I know I, you're going to be kind, but I mean, uh, like... Well, I, I love I love the thought of audacity. And yeah. If it can be uh, continued and, and explored and revealed, it's fantastic. So, <laughs> good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. So we. How talked, have you felt about it? Uh, I hope that it has had the impact in when we started it two weeks ago. We kind of said we don't really. I said I'm not really sure this has been helpful for me. Yeah. I, don't know if it, I hope it has released others to step into moments of discomfort and Ooh. feeling like they're out of their element. Yeah. That's great. So, Absolutely. and to put a name to it, instead of just, I feel off, this is crazy, can we do this? Yeah. There you go. No, this is audacious. Name it. That's good. So, um, so we've talked about this idea, the word that we've kind of been focused on is this word audacity. And we've said audacity means two things. It means a willingness to take bold risks, and it also sometimes, second definition is rude or disrespectful behavior. <laughs> All of leadership is at least the first. Some of leadership will always be viewed as the second as well. Not a permission to be a jerk, but to understand that's how you're going to be perceived. And so we talked about like the, the first week in this uh, episode 128 was just the audacity to lead. To want to lead is audacious. To speak publicly, confront, problem solve, vision cast, all of this is audacious. Last week, we zeroed in on the idea of dreaming, the audacity to dream, acknowledging that your dreams better be big or they're not going to be compelling, but the bigger they are, the more audacious they're going to be, the more out of your element you're going to feel. And that's a good thing. Leaders need to feel at home in ridiculousness. They need to feel at home in audacity because that's where healthy, good, strong leadership lives. So today I want to talk about the audacity to decide. And this is what I anticipate is going to happen is when I talk about audacity within decision making, you're going to be like we talk about getting at home in the discomfort of audacity, feeling like it's your place when it feels a little ridiculous. My guess is that when we first start talking about decisions, you're going to be like, that doesn't feel audacious to me. And then as we describe it more and more, you're going to be like, shoo, <laughs> that is nuts. <laughs> like, and I don't want to make it feel like more ridiculous because that can sometimes hamper you. But I want you to understand what is actually at stake because I think too often in our lives, in our organizations, in our families, with our relationships, with our life, we take decisions too casually. We don't realize what's actually taking place in the significance of the moment. So um, our idea is that to want to lead and to lead is audacious. And so we're focusing in on decision-making today. Now, 
let me give you a couple different ways that decision making itself is audacious. Okay, so a couple different reasons to start off. Uh, first off, none of the decisions are obvious. If you're the leader, you are not receiving the obvious decisions. If you are, you have not properly empowered people and released authority and control. We say it like this, like as a leader, the decisions that are coming to you are complicated. I can't tell you how many times over the last couple of years, somebody has come to me with a, I don't know what to do about this. Hmm. And my response, initial reaction is, I've got no idea. <laughs> And like, that's, that's an okay thing. Like the decisions that are coming to me, they shouldn't be obvious. They should be confusing. So there's a piece of that to go. I can like that. None of the decisions are obvious. A second reason why decision-making is audacious is you can't possibly know all of the ramifications and possible factors. You can't know how, what you decide on this impacts so many other things. There is no way for you to anticipate that. Um, if, if I can say it like this, like a, a really simple decision, uh, which sports program am I going to put my kid in? Am I going to sign them up for this group or this team? Could have a massive impact on their life. Like a huge impact. Like you go through all the different things, like the culture of the team that it's going to create in them, the friends that they're going to make that'll yeah. probably be lifelong friends, the impact of the coach, which is often viewed as the second most important authority in the person's life other than the parents in that moment. Like yeah. it is this huge thing. And how do we make the decision to be like, well, that practice schedule doesn't work for me. Yep. <laughs> and it's just like, you can't possibly know as you're making decisions. Some of you are like second question guessing right now. You're like, why did I put my kid in that team? Why did I sign him <laughs> up? What an idiot. I don't want to make this too complex. It just says you can't possibly know all of the ramifications for the decision that you're making. And the third and last reason that I have here as to why decision making itself is audacious is you choose the future without being able to possibly know which decisions create which future. They have an idea. You have a thought as to how it impacts it. But again, it hits on a bunch of different areas that you can't possibly possibly anticipate. You can't possibly be fully aware of. And so your decision is going to impact the future, going to significantly impact the future. Even small decisions are going to significantly impact the future without you fully knowing which future you're creating by which decision that you're making. There you go, all of this. Now, here's the Here's the piece. Like there should be like a small piece of you, the same piece of you right now in this moment go, oh my goodness, how do I ever decide anything? <laughs> like some of you like pulling through the drive-thru and you just like got locked up right now in this yeah. moment. Like what do I order? Yeah. I don't know what to, what. I'm what? just not going to eat today. <laughs> exactly right. Which is a decision in and of itself. Which we don't know. <laughs> yeah. And so like, I, I want to say like that should make you feel overwhelmed. It should make you feel a little intimidated. Yeah. It should make you feel a little scared. Uh, let me, let me take all that and then throw this on top of that is that not deciding is a decision Yeah. and that there yeah. is a proper Preach. window for the decision to be made. And if you've made the decision outside that proper window for the decision to be made, you've actually made a decision. Yeah. <laughs> like some people, they get hamstring and they're just like, oh, I can't make a decision. Well, now you've exited the window in which the decision needed to be made and you have no more options, which was a decision in and of itself. Right. And so we say like all that and now timing is a key piece of it because timing shows how many options you have within the decision. So, Making decisions is 
audacious. It's ridiculous. It's nuts. Making decisions for other people's future, making decisions for the organization should make you feel this is ridiculous. I, I don't know if I can do this. So, so let's get at home within the ridiculousness. Let's create, honestly, a little bit of comfort within that as to how you do it well. So noting that decision-making is like the rest of leadership. It is audacious. Here's some things that have to be true of you if you're going to thrive within it. Uh, first one is humility. You need to have the humility that doesn't just accept outside input, but seeks it out. There's no way for you to know all the ramifications of the decision that you're making, but you can know some of them. The fact that you are can't be knowledgeable about everything doesn't mean you should be ignorant about everything. And so the humility to accept wise counsel and to seek out wise counsel is so important if you're going to feel at home within the audaciousness of decision making. Uh, second thing is timing is to understand that not only does the right decision need to be made, and I'll, I'll stress that, not only can the right decision need to be, can the right decision be made, but the right decision needs to be made in the right timing. And so I would say it like this, for every decision, there is a window of prime options that you have. If you make that decision before the decision was meant to be made, you have limited your options. If you have made that decision after your, the decision needs to be made, not only have you limited your options, but you're no longer seen as the leader because you're too concerned about how it's going to be perceived than making the right call. But, but acknowledging making healthy decisions, you're not going to get them all right. To be clear, you're not going to get them all right. <laughs> There's no way on earth when you don't know everything that takes place within this means you're going to get them all right. You can make them all work and you can learn from all of them. But one of the best ways to do that is to understand timing. How can I make this decision within the best window to make this decision and not just the right decision in the process? And then the third piece of the keys to decision making, which is audacious, is courage. It is the boldness to decide. Now, I, I know so much of this factors into timing and making it within the right time period, but, but the other piece of courage is this, is to make the right decision and not just the accepted decision. To make the decision that is going to, you believe, point things in the proper direction and not just the one that is going to appease the most people. Now, we, we have to grasp this idea that courage and humility are meant to live together. When you have the humility to accept outside input and yet the courage to at times go against that is when leaders live at their best. Don't make decisions just to go against the grain, okay? But also don't make decisions just to go with a popularity poll. Be willing to take that outside input and then have the courage to decide what you believe is best for everyone because you're in that spot as a leader for a role. You're in that spot as a leader, like for a reason. And that's nuts. Like that's nuts that your decisions impact many other people's future. But if you take that authority with a healthy understanding of what you've been called to do and you're not too timid to decide, you'll be able to make audacious decisions that will lead to a better future than what we currently have. There's uh, <laughs> you everything that you've outlined here is true about decision making. Um, the reasons why 
decision making um, are audacious. Yeah. The uh, the how you, they make you feel as a leader. Uh, the keys to this. So I don't have. Uh, there's not a lot of questions that I can formulate right now that you didn't just cover, except okay. for me to ask you. What are some of the audacious decisions you've made? Oh, man. Uh, list them? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's, don't list them all. List one and talk about it. Uh, the decision to start a church, to risk my entire career on what needed to happen in the moment because I didn't care about the career. Um, oh. Because I cared about the impact in the moment, That's... and that was more meaningful to me. Um to leave something that is healthy and good and growing and strong to do the next thing that I think that God is leading me to do. Um, to, this is just like a silly one, to have four children purposefully. <laughs> it's like, well, three purposely. <laughs> no, we're not getting there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> to have four children yeah. purposely. Right, right. But, but to go through, <laughs> sorry, that's really funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm um, joking. But to like get in the sense of to go, we can we can raise these people to be <laughs> yeah. responsible members of society. No jury's still out as to how responsible they're gonna be <laughs> Not true. and they're how great. contributing. They're, the kids are great. But it's like the sense of like, yeah, yeah, we can do this. I look at all those and I go, every bit of it is just the sense of uh, it's funny because we've done it. Does that mean like yeah. like we've done it? But I look back at it and I go, I, I know so much more now and I know so much of what I've learned and what I've done wrong. And I look back at those things and I go, why did I think I could do that? Yeah. <laughs> That's so dumb. Well, the, <laughs> so a lot of people haven't been able to do some of those things that you have done. They either, they either didn't make the decision, which was a decision as we've learned. Yes. Um, may have had the opportunity, didn't take it for whatever reason. Yeah. They weren't, you know, maybe they just, you know, audacity wasn't part of their their makeup. It's yeah. It's not something that maybe they're, it's someone's listening today and go, man, yeah, you know, there was a regret there and we've all had those. There's no yeah. one's immune from that. Uh, but you've done, you just named three significant, very audacious things that you've decided yeah. in your life. How will that set you up to do even more crazy, audacious things in oh, the yeah. future? No, that's Because gross. you've already made those audacious decisions. 16 plus years ago. Yeah, when you when you choose to do something audacious and then you do it, it doesn't feel audacious. Uh, looking back on who you were. While you're doing it or when, when it's you're done, over? When it's done. Got it. You know it's significant. Yes. You know it's meaningful and it's important. But you know how it happened. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. Like you lived through it. You learned through it. And because you did that, you get on the other side and you go, I was awesome. Yeah. But it doesn't feel as nuts. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so you get to the next thing, and if the next thing is the same size, it doesn't feel crazy at all. Right. If it's a little bit bigger, it starts to feel a little audacious. But the, so we say, is like the first decision is scale of audacity, it's a two. Yeah. Once you've completed a two, the three is only up one. Yeah. And then the seven is only, a, I jumped a little too far, the five is only up two. But you can't go from a zero to a five. Right. But you can go from a three to a five. And so as you build your capacity, oh, this is, this is where we should have taken this. I'm, 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 we're taking it. As you build your capacity for audacity, what looks as com like completely audacious to someone on the outside 
It's just the next step for you. Yeah. And so uh, take everything you just said, the three examples, how they built upon one another, where you're at now, and uh, what, what, how faith intertwines yeah. in your ability yeah. to be audacious. Well, I would say it is like this. You go, um, I always liken back uh, two stories in the Old Testament. Uh, when the Israelites crossed the Red Sea, God asked Moses to hold up his staff and he would part the sea. When the Israelites crossed the Jordan River years later, he told them to wade into the water and then he would part it. Mm. <laughs> Those are That's a different level. Yeah. But once you've seen the first, the second isn't as hard because you've seen God come through. Like, it, it's almost the sense of like um, faith is, if I say I have faith in you, what I'm saying is not I have a belief system in you, but you have credibility to me. Right. Our credibility in our God increases. It's not static. Yeah. And you can't say, oh, I have total faith. Show me. Yeah. Like, like, show me, show me the level of credibility because you've relied, because you've trusted, because you've stepped out. Because if you haven't, then it's not actually there. It's just, it's just words. Right. It's not action. And I think at the end of the day, when we wrap up this entire series, and, and like you said, it was maybe more helpful for us <laughs> yeah. than it was for anyone else. And maybe, maybe something that someone maybe stuck with somebody is that uh, you haven't seen... The, the levels of what God's going yeah. to show you until you took the first step of, of believing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so powerful because many of us just are waiting <laughs> to see. Yeah. Wait, wait to see instead of moving forward and watching what happens while you step forward and make decisions. Wrap this up for us. That's good. I, I want you to know in all these things, uh, leaders need to get at home with feeling audacious, with a sense of this is ridiculous might even be perceived as rude because that's where leadership lives at its best. And I want you to increase your audacity as you step out in courage and in faith. That's it for 1.30, the audacity to decide. Thank you for joining us, taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you are new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, it would mean the world to us if you did that now. Also, post about it, rate and review, or both. Uh, you won't believe how that helps get this podcast on many more platforms and many more hands of leaders just like you. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life or business. If you have a story, visit leaninghope.online and send that to us. We would love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. Make it count.